Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Gregory Melville and Susan Fox and Kathleen Bromage. Welcome to Seasoned. I'm Marisol Castro. And I'm Chef Coleman. Marisol, I'm so happy to see you in person. It's the la- That only means one thing. It's the last Thursday of the month. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can't wait. We have a fantastic show, Marisol. Love is in the air this week on Seasoned, and we're helping you get ready for Valentine's Day on this week's live show. Yes. It's I devoted l- to love, food, and date night. And date night. And I'm, I have to be honest okay. with you. If you and I were on a date right now, right. I would not be able to take my eyes off of your fuchsia hair. It's not bad. Listeners, it only gets better. <laughs> I just I know you can't physically see it, but trust me when I tell you, this hair is lit, you as are the kids hysterical. say. So we are in New Haven at our studio, Gateway Community College, and we want to know where your favorite romantic restaurants are in the state. Shout out a local spot. That makes your heart skip a beat. The number to call to talk to us is 203-776-9677-203-776-9677. I was going to say WNPR. Do those design? You can do both. You can do right? yeah. It works the same yeah. way. Yeah, it works left the same side, way. Left side, left, left side, right side of the brain. Tell our friends who's joining us today. Well, I'll tell you, it, I wasn't sure about this show, mm. right? I wasn't sure how it goes, but food and love definitely go hand in hand. It's like Hello. I, absolutely. Peas in a pod. Yeah, for sure. But, I, I, you know, I like food. Do we want to talk about love? Do we want to talk about food? Do we talk about it on the radio? Is it interesting? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. Our guests, for sure, have helped make that interesting. Our guests mm-hmm. for the hour are experts at pulling off date night at home. Husband and wife content creators and YouTube stars Ned and Ariel Fulmer are the hosts of the online cooking show Date Night. Mm-hmm. And they're the authors of the Date Night Cookbook, which, by the way, is a pretty cool book. I was thumbing through it. Uh, Ned and Ariel are joining us from Los Angeles, where they live with their two little boys, Wes and Finn. And if these two can manage a date night every week, anyone can. Ned and Ariel Fulmer, welcome to Seasoned. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. We're excited to talk to you guys. I'll tell you what, I have three daughters on my own, and uh, date night is definitely something difficult to come by. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It sure sure. is. Take some coordination. Take some, (laughs) some effort. I love it. Teens help, though. Yeah. We try and do it every Wednesday. That's your date night, Wednesday. Weeknight. Wednesday, I know. Well, it's, you know, it's in the middle of the week when you need it the most. Okay. Okay. That actually makes sense. Uh, (laughs) I have so many questions. I'm actually holding, first of all, lovely to meet you. I'm so glad you're doing this with us. I'm holding up your uh, cookbook, the date night cookbook. You two look absolutely perfect. There is some sort of fabulous charcuterie board. What is that, rosé they're drinking? Look, it's like a white... Yeah, look at that, huh? Yeah, it probably is a it probably is white wine. Uh Aaron and I love a good oaky shard. Yeah, we're nice California Chardonnay. I'm Keep a, it basic. I'm a Chardonnay drinker. Yeah. So it's probably Chardonnay. Ariel okay. sees Sauvignon Blanc and she walks right out the door. <laughs> really? That's interesting. It's true, it's true. Well, it's so true. Before we dig into the book a little bit, I want to start by hearing a little bit about your own love story. I mean, we read that Cooking together is your love language. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it absolutely is. We met in Chicago over 10 years ago. Uh-huh. We met through a mutual friend. And cooking together has definitely been a part of our, our love story. Um, we moved in, to get, uh, moved in together 
pretty rapidly, I would say, <laughs> after rapidly. dating for only about four months. Yeah, we, we met in December, moved in together in April, and then Ned proposed in September. You guys so were we wasting time. Even, you weren't wasting time. We were not wasting time. I like no. this. No. I like this. We joke that uh, when you know, you know, mm. and, uh, and we knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, food has sort of been this like through line throughout the whole thing. When we moved into our first apartment together, we, before we even thought about bringing in our furniture or anything like that, we ate sushi on the floor and, uh, you know, all of our dates, I mm-hmm. remember just every single thing that we ate. Yeah. Our very first date, uh, we had a plan of going to a comedy show afterwards, but we just ended up spending two, three hours at dinner, just having a great time talking and yeah. sharing food. And, you know, we skipped the show. Didn't even know. Didn't even need to go. <laughs> that must have been yeah. a good meal. What was that? What was that first meal? Do you remember? It was a Thai. Yeah, simple uh, place called Cozy Noodle in Chicago. Very like whole wall neighborhood Thai place, but it's so cute and has a lot of like kitschy kind of like figurines on the walls oh, and yeah. like funny Americana. Yeah. Uh, little toys. Uh, we love very... we love a good hole in the wall restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, that place was pretty special. Now I have been known to judge my dates based on what they eat. <laughs> you mm. know. I also judge people. Tell me their, more. I also judge people on their grammar. But here we are. So <laughs> I I just want to know Ariel, when he when Ned ordered, were you aghast? Mm-hmm. Were you like oh? interesting or were you like oh my gosh be still my beating heart you know what honestly uh kind of won me over was ned asked me immediately to share with him he was like well i think that we should like share two dishes right and i was like oh my gosh you you already know me Mm -hmm. like obviously i can't just choose one i I need to have a little bit of yours and a little bit of mine so that we can have two dishes together um yeah it was um it was pretty magical. We had uh, yellow curry chicken and uh, patsy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Okay, wait a minute. So they sound is... like they just met. They've been I, honestly, together for ten like, years. And it's literally like they just met. My, if we go to a restaurant, and my wife's like, "Oh, maybe we could share something." I'm like, "No, no, we can't. I'm eating my dinner. You order your dinner. We don't need to share dinners here." Oh my god! I know, I know a lot of people like that, but I am, I am a huge sharer, and yeah. Ned is too. Absolutely, it's, it's just one of those things you that more really, flavors. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can't just eat one dish. I want to eat everybody's dish. I, I <laughs> just agree. make every meal into a buffet. Well, let's not get crazy, Ned. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> I, I'm with them. When we order Indian food, we order like five dishes, and then we have leftovers for days, That's and we true. think. Well, why did we order that much? Well, that's good, because then it means you don't have to cook. That's right. That's right. Listeners, mm-hmm. yeah. If cooking is your love language, too, please call us. The phone lines are open, 203-776-9677. Give us a short version of your love story, especially if it involves food. Shout out your favorite, most romantical spot in this year, not Meg State. The phone lines are open. I want to share with you my story. Like my wife and I have been together, and Ned and Ariel, I wanted you guys to hear this too. We've been together since 1998. Yes? I'm, st- I'm still wondering why, ha- why, sh- why <laughs> she picked him. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, that makes me feel great about myself. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, my wife's a 10. I'm a four and a half. But we Shut were. Up. I was working a grill in a restaurant in Richmond, Virginia. I had hair down to my waist. I was wearing eye makeup and a cutoff shirt. I was the best grill cook in the building. 
Uh, and it was a Friday night, and they brought in all the new servers to meet the staff and see how busy it was on a Friday night. And uh, uh, my name is Plum. I go by Plum, just like the fruit. Mm-hmm. And they brought uh, this, this group of new servers back there, and I said, well, this is Plum. He's on the grill. And meanwhile, I've got 30 steaks on the grill, lobster tails, chicken. I'm, I'm busy. It's got a lot going on. And my, uh, uh, at the time, uh, new server, soon-to-be wife, looked at me in the middle <laughs> of the service and goes, wait, your name is... Your name is Plum? And I said, yes, like the fruit. I used a couple of colorful expletives there and adjectives. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? And uh, she said it was love at first sight. <laughs> it was love at first sight. That's all it took. That's all. And then I proceeded That's to invite so her. Well, I invited her over the house for dinner. Uh, I said, what do you like? She's like, I would love a shrimp and a cream sauce. I'm really into that. I said, great. I'd be happy to make that for you. Come to my house on a Wednesday. I'll make this dish for you. you and, and she said, wow. unbelievable. I can't wait. She got very excited. And then immediately, because she's incredibly attractive, I turned around and said, hey, everybody, I'm making dinner at my house Wednesday. Why don't you guys all come over and we'll have a big dinner. And then, of course, I told them not you to come. You were so nervous. He Absolutely. Was so nervous. Absolutely. But, oh, I love that she knew exactly what she wanted you to make for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. Well, shrimp is one of those foods that when you go on and have a date night, it's a really easy one to start with because it's so easy to cook. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Unless you can't really uh can't really undercook shrimp. I mean you wait, could, yeah. but it would be terrible. That's true. Yes. That's true. <laughs> well the book is structured around recipes that you'd make for every stage of a relationship. And I mean we'd love to see, you know, the early drafts of that outline, of course. I'm sure it's hysterical and what the thought process was. But uh talk about some of the chapters, attraction, dating, commitment, things like that, and how food relates to those. Yeah, so we did a really cool thing. Instead of structuring it by appetizers, mains, desserts, we included all that as an index and then structured it as the story of a relationship. So the first chapter is when you're Single, looking to mingle, have some icebreakers, <laughs> right. like icebreaker margaritas. Maybe some first date uh, dishes, you know, like some some hero proteins, uh, easy, um, easy pastas and things mm-hmm. like that. Stuff that you might make um, for like two people. And stuff that is a little easier to execute if you are a little younger and yes. less experienced as a chef. Yes, maybe working in a small kitchen, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then moving on to dating, some more shareable things where you're meeting each other's friends. You're maybe hosting a party together. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie night mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, so we've got some shareables. And then, of course, no relationship comes without a little bit of friction. Oh. So yes. chapter three. Yes, mm-hmm. chapter three is the disappointment chapter. Could okay, be hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Back, mm-hmm. back it up. Before we get to, to disappointment. So yeah. I'm on page 23, okay. for those book. of you following along at home, right? of the, the date night cookbook. I highly encourage you to look at this because it is, it is really adorable. There are three pictures of you. One is a yes. homemade yes. pasta situation to fulfill your uh-huh. Lady and the Tramp dreams. Oh, nice. Then the two of you, springtime in Chicago, and then a date at mid- medieval times. They're both wearing crowns, by the way. Medieval times? That was a date? <laughs> that was a date? That was <laughs> Who, yeah, who it decided it was a date? A silly evening. Who decided, babe, we're going to medieval yeah. times? Was it you, Ned, or you, Ariel? Definitely Ned. No, definitely me. Although <laughs> I, I grew up riding horses, so I was like, I really want to see the horses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty mutual. Uh, we we share a love of fantasy adventure. Yes. Lord of the Rings, we're, all sorts we're of things. We're both uber nerds. Yeah. I mean, you guys are in New Haven right now. That's Ned's alma mater is, is Yale. Eli Yale, and, Bulldogs, uh, Bulldogs. Nice. Bow, wow, wow. 
Very nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, huge nerds over here. So we we just ate it up. We loved the whole story at maybe yeah. times. <laughs> I think this was either driving back from or on the way to our first Valentine's Day together, where we uh, had spent it in a cabin in Wisconsin because medieval times in Chicago is on the way to Wisconsin. Yes, it's and they had the a super extra Valentine's Day package that we were like, um. Yeah, we'll have the Valentine's Day package, please. I, I <laughs> so think you I'm, had a gave you a little fake the, rose. Uh, I'm hung up on the uh, um, going out on a date to medieval times. I mean, nothing says love and a great first date like sharing one of those giant turkey, turkey legs, legs next to somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, totally. a, in a goblet, like yeah, a, a goblet, a I mug mean, of mead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just that's really kind of connect to uh, the. the <laughs> What dating was like 600 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to talk about the stability chapter really quick because there's a sage butter roast chicken dish in there that looks fantastic. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. If I made someone or someone made that roast chicken for me during our dating stage, I mean, does that mean we've moved mm-hmm. right to the commitment stage? Mm-hmm. Then? I think that's a really good question. I think so we, a- we made a lot of whole chickens. It's a great when We dinner. were yeah. like first dating. Very cozy dish. It's so, it's so cozy. It, it and screams it's, like so weeknight sweatpants yeah. to mm-hmm. me. Because it's just, it's like you stick it in the oven. They have a lot of time to chill together. Yeah. And um, we our recipe, we like to stuff sage leaves underneath the skin and kind of do this nice sage butter uh, rub on the outside and spatchcock it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And spatchcocking, people really know, it means you take, that, you take that backbone out of it and kind of lay the entire mm-hmm. chicken flat as you cook it. Ned yeah, and Ariel, it and it like really overwhelming, but super easy. Just snip, yeah, snip, snip. And, it, and it makes it look beautiful. It is beautiful. You open it like a book. Mm. I want to get into <laughs> the into both of your culinary backgrounds, but first we have to take a quick break. But listeners, it's your turn. Call us live. Plum and I, Gateway Studio, New Haven. The phone lines are open. 203-776-9677. You're listening to Seasoned. Marisol Castro, Chef Plum. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Seasons. I'm Marisol Castro. And I'm Chef Plum. We are alive this week talking with Ned and Ariel Fulmer. They've been having a date night at home for more than 10 years. They're also the authors of the Date Night Cookbook. And if your idea of a date involves wearing buttons and shirt, button-up shirts and hard pants or leaving the house, share your date night spot with us. We'd love to hear it. Or where is mm-hmm. your local spot you'd like to go? You know, give us a call. Let us know. We want to talk about it. 203-776-9677. That's 203-776. If you like letters, WNPR. We want to hear all about your spot. Now, uh, listen, Ariel, I got to ask you guys. Cocktails are such a great way to get the night started. I mean, it's a great, Mm -hmm. you know, icebreaker, get things pushed off. You know, what are we having? Do you think a cocktail, number one, what do you recommend would be a great, you know, icebreaker date night cocktail? And number two... If someone brings you a cocktail, can you tell a lot about the date and how it's going to go based on mm-hmm. what that cocktail is? Ooh, yeah, actually. What's your favorite icebreaker cocktail? We have a, a spicy jalapeno margarita in the book, which I really like as That's an icebreaker because it gets you talking about your different spice tolerances and spice levels. 
I like spicy food so much, you could say that I like bad ideas. <laughs> I like doing it a little too extra, so I'm in physical pain uh, both the night oh of and the day after. Wow. Uh, but, you know, that's just a little something about me that a first date could could learn. And I, don't, I think if Ariel had found that out on my first date, <laughs> things might have gone a little differently. Things would have gone a little differently. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a great one. It's something that can get you talking about different uh, different flavors, whether it's spice or something else. Yeah. Actually, Ned is, uh, Ned loves pink cocktails. That's true. I think it, I think it has more to do with flavor than color, but sure. we all, I, we, whenever we're ordering cocktails, his always arrives and it's pink. Mm-hmm. No matter what you've ordered. I know. I know. It's yeah. like Ned just is a pink cocktail you person. Know, sometimes I'm just a classy bee. I- <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I, I like a pink cocktail. I like sure. a spicy jalapeno margarita. I'm curious mm-hmm. to know, since you guys uh, have sort of built, not sort of, but you've built this world around how you met and your love of food, mm-hmm. what are your respective backgrounds when it comes to food? We do not have professional cooking backgrounds. I grew up in a family that loved cooking. My dad is an excellent baker. And, uh, and my mom makes the most interesting things with leftovers. Uh, Ned is laughing at me right now because she's, she's always making the like craziest, you know, cream sauces and things like that. Um, but they had the basics down and, uh, kind of taught me, you know, how a roux worked and how to make, uh, like a stock and that sort of thing. And so, you know, having that like solid background of how to cook, um, kind of brought me into, this, you know, relationship that I started with Ned, uh, and the two of us really kind of grew together. You know, we started making our own dishes and coming up with our own recipes, just as something that was fun to do together. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's sort of where our love of cooking has grown. And then we started making content around it, which is a really, our show Day Night has been an awesome way to, uh, the premise of the show is to try and recreate a chef's restaurant quality meal at home using your own ingredients, your own right. uh, home kitchen apparatus. Uh, and it's been a really awesome way to learn some professional techniques, to learn yeah. some tricks of how you can get something professional even at home. Mm-hmm. And of course, not everything is possible. Uh, you know, sometimes you need a blowtorch <laughs> or you need an oven that can get really hot. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's a cool way to, to learn over time. And to also teach our audience new new techniques. Well, now that we've been doing it for a few years, we're having to like the dishes that we have to make have to get bigger and uh, like more intricate Mm -hmm. because Ned and I are actually becoming better cooks. (laughs) Look at you. How about that? Repetition. I know. Well, listen, you guys, we've got Jamie on line one. She wants to tell us a little bit about her first date. And maybe she had some uh, apparatus that she used, like Ned said. (laughs) Jamie, welcome to Seasoned. Thank you. I do not have apparatus. Oh, hang up on it. This is boring. No, I'm kidding. I can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint. Yes, I was identifying with your guest speakers because, you know, their love story really, I don't know, was reflective of my own. 22 years ago, I had what I call the interview. Um, The kids love to joke about it now. But uh, basically, our first date I invited my husband to a Mexican restaurant because I knew that if he wasn't into spicy food, we would never vibe. Mm. Um, So it was kind of like that was step one of the interview. And we spent the entire night 
quizzing one another on absolutely everything while eating wow. uh, in continued rounds beyond the restaurant. Um, and our love for food has kind of carried throughout. And I love what they just said about, you know, just finding that time in the kitchen together and using it to kind of keep that romance going. We loved exploring like new recipes, making them our own, developing our own recipes. And I just love working in the kitchen together. I can't say that the same carries over into like home chores or, you know, home repairs. <laughs> Typically, we keep our own zones there because it causes problems. But in the kitchen, it's so cohesive and really does bring that passion for food, passion for flavor and love for one another. So what's the favorite wow. thing that you two make together? I love this love story. Jamie? <laughs> um, he is a great sous chef. He does a lot of the prep work and his, oh my gosh, the way that he breaks down and preps vegetables in particular, raw vegetables, is so pretty. He makes really genuinely pretty food, whereas I'm just like, let's get this done. Um, <laughs> and I'm really focused on the flavor, you know, um, but the presentation is all him. And our favorite thing to make together is like, sushi rolls um it's just a really fun creative thing and we used to get the kids involved and now they're all into it and it's just something like really super fresh and i found that we could always pack it up and go if we had after school activities and needed a carpool and still kind of have a home family dinner not at home (laughs) wow jamie maybe you should get a youtube channel too you got a whole like great story here and some amazing things this is this is fantastic yeah um hey listen uh ariel now let me ask you guys so Jamie was talking about that kind of interview stage and, you know, uh, whether if, if he's not going to have spicy food, it just won't work. And, you know, to me, this is that whole, Ned, maybe you can help me here. It's that whole, like, magic that women have. Like, there's a whole book that we apparently have never seen <laughs> that there's, like, the set things that they do. I mean, did you guys go through that kind of phase as well? Yeah, I'd love to know the interview questions ahead of time. Yeah, right. You know, well, <laughs> be like, if there's a quiz, I'd like to know what chapters it's going to be Thank on. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the ways that we learned about each other was uh, one of our very, like, early on dates. Uh, we went to a fancy Italian restaurant, both love Italian food, and I ordered a one-pound meatball. So I thought it was going to be this fun thing. On a we date? Share it. Eat, Deal. Yeah, yeah. For a date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because, like, that'd be, that'd be kind of hilarious, right? Yeah, we share this meatball together. Uh, and then I found out, as a course of this date, that Ariel does not eat uh, red meat or pork. Oh. And nice move. now I'm, I'm holding down this one-pound meatball all by myself. Yep. <laughs> wow. Trying to see, am I, am I trying to uh, uh, prove my bravado by... Um, eating this whole thing or <laughs> how does, is this going to go? Uh, but yeah, you never know what you're going to learn about your partner. I, I don't know, yeah. Ned, the one pound meatball might decisions. not have been my choice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got yeah, Lauren online. Yeah. Lauren online too has a great date spot in New Milford. She wants us to check out Lauren. Welcome to seasoned. Oh, yeah. Hi. Um, yeah. Uh, my husband and I usually, when we are going out for someplace, something special, we head to Lucia's in New Milford on Bank street. Great restaurant. Oh. I've been there. Fantastic restaurant. Oh, it's a wonderful restaurant. Wonderful, wonderful restaurant. And, uh, and uh, you know, the thing, the thing is, is that uh, one of the things, food things about him and myself is the fact that neither one of us are afraid of trying anything new. Mm. Uh, you know, like, it, it's like, oh, we've never eaten that. Let's try that. 
and so and and we share, of course. Um, but Lucia's is is it's it's got everything. It's got the atmosphere. It's got great service. It's got a great wine list, and you know it's. That's where we go. I mean, that's a, a that's that checks all the boxes for me. I want to hear from oh, yeah. you guys out there. Give us a call here, 203-776-9677. What makes a good date restaurant? Yes. Give us a shout. Let us know. The number is 203-776-9677. Ned and Ariel, this is fantastic. Ariel, we heard about your culinary background. Ned, what was in your wheelhouse in terms of food before you met Ariel? <laughs> and what giant we, meatballs. Yeah, what were you making? Probably... Well, uh, my family is Italian, so that's kind of uh, where my love of cooking came from, cooking with my mom growing up. And uh, it's, it's pretty good because both me and Ariel, we love pasta. We do love Seriously, pasta. Seriously, eat it every meal a day. Um, but I think things that I'm particularly passionate about is baking. I love baking sourdough. have a little sourdough starter at home called Sven. Um, and I, I, love, I love kind of those big family gatherings and manning uh, the grill and kind of learning different oh. techniques of kind of barbecue and smoking and uh, yeah. getting. If, if Ned could do a Sunday roast every, mm-hmm. every week, I we know. would just be a Well, what man. goes into this Sunday roast and where do we find it in the cookbook? <laughs> I mean, honestly, since we live in Los Angeles, the, the Sunday roast is more like a Sunday barbecue. Mm-hmm. And so oh. we're usually making something on the barbecue. Although recently Ned got a pizza oven. Yeah, yeah. definitely been getting into the pizzas lately. Those are really fun and great for dates, too, because they are really collaborative, really communal. You know, you can talk about what different toppings you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll you know, make like, oh, this half's going to be all the things you like. This half's going to be all things I like. And right. Maybe we'll share on some of them. Try roasting your chicken in there, too. It's fantastic. Ooh. Oh, yes. I got to try that. You got to try yeah, that. Yeah, we really only scratched the surface with pizzas. It was a recent Christmas present. So yeah. I haven't gotten into the steaks yet. But we have a, a pecan uh, stuffed pork loin that is a really oh, really good roast recipe in the book. Huh. Mm-hmm. A little bit of mustard and pecans kind of well, that sounds amazing. Now see all, out the pork loin, roll it up. All relationships have their ups and downs and we need to cook through downs as well as several celebrating those ups. Talk to us about the chapter disappointments. I mean sometimes you need to say I'm sorry with a nice flourless chocolate cake or maybe a creme brulee <laughs> or in my house it's yeah. homemade donuts. Love a homemade donut. Donut works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, those nights when you don't really feel like turning on the oven because there's already so much heat between you. It, you know, it's it's sort of one of those times when we like to break out either the salad or some sort of egg dish because the eggs are, I could eat like 10 eggs a day. Eggs <laughs> are our go-to. Seriously, just wow. the best protein. And they, and they cook so fast. But uh, um, yeah, salads for us is is kind of one of those things that we like to eat when when you just don't feel like cooking with your partner that night. Yeah, but the best is of course the kiss and make up meals. That's oh. after things have calmed down a little bit. Um, that's where we include each of our favorite recipes that we'll make for each other. Yeah. Uh, when you know when you do something special, and we have a flourless dark chocolate cake with raspberries that you can write I'm sorry on uh, if you want to say something. Or anything. It could say you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Next flourless cake. I told you I was right. 
I think we have a caller. <laughs> I'm always right. Exactly. Says, I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> Absolutely. Online, when I've got Rasan, who needs some tips because he never cooks for his wife. Rasan, <laughs> welcome to season. How are you? Welcome. I'm great. How are you guys? We are fantastic. fantastic. All right. So listen, before we get into, uh, you're looking for tips to cook with the wife. If you don't cook, what do you do? Do you usually take her out, and where do you go? Well, we, we do date night every Thursday night, um, and we have six kids. So it's, it's something that we do as a way to get away from the family, just have some adult conversation, and uh, enjoy one another. They have a volleyball team or a basketball I team know. and a sub. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> this is well, fantastic. Well, the, the, oldest, the oldest two are away at college, so we're down to only four in a house right Okay, now. okay. Right. Wow, you have breathing room. Yeah. Only four. I yeah. think, so the first thing I would tell you when you're cooking for the wife, uh, and, and maybe Ariel and Ned could chime in here, and might as well, I mean, yeah. We already covered it a little bit. A roast chicken is always an easy, easy bet. You can, it's hard to mess it up. Right. You know, make sure you cook it to mm-hmm. 165. Let it rest. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing I would tell you. When you pull it out of the oven, let it rest. Let me explain to you why I say that, right? People always say, what do you mean rest? If you touch something hot, what happens? You pull your arm back, you're tense. Oh, it's so hot. Mm-hmm. Think about that chicken the entire time it's in the oven. It's having that same feeling. Oh, it's hot. It's tensing up in the oven. The muscles, it's so tense. When it comes out, you want it to rest so those juices go back through it. If you cut it while it's still super hot like that and hasn't rested, it will be tough because all of those juices come flying out of it. And it's tough and not juicy and moist, but letting it rest is key. If you cook her a chicken and let it rest, it'll be absolutely <laughs> now, delicious. Rasan, I understand you told our producer that you can't even be in the kitchen at the same time as your wife. What? Is that correct? Yeah, so I grew up in a family where mom cooked most, but dad was also a very good cook. And my wife and I, like, when we cook, we never cook together. So even if, like, she's really good at making vegetables, Mm -hmm. so I'll make the main course and I'll make the side. And then, like, I'll step out and she'll, like, throw the vegetables in to, like, saute them or cook them up. Mm-hmm. But we never, ever, ever cook together like what I'm hearing you guys do. So I find that really interesting. Ned and Ariel, what advice do you have yeah. for Rasan and his call wife? Call the right spot for sure. Yeah. Oh, we, you know, we really like to kind of have a glass of wine in the kitchen. And we break it out in a similar way, actually, where I do a lot of the vegetables and Ned does a lot of the proteins. But we just set up our stations next to each other. Mm-hmm. And, and we chat and we... We do our, our vegetables and we invite the kids into the kitchen too. That is a big one because a lot of times if the kids aren't in the kitchen, then you sometimes have to have somebody watching the kids mm-hmm. while you're in the kitchen. And so, you know, then there's one person in the kitchen, one person watching the kids. Uh, yeah, we try to give Wes and Finn something to do, uh, either eating or, <laughs> or feeling something or something like that. And I think even when you're in your own kind of divide and conquer, have your own stations going next to each other. You can still like uh, find ways to collaborate by like saying like, "Hey, taste this. What do you think it needs? Uh-huh. Like, do you you know do you like this? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Is it spicy enough? Rasan, are you buying any yeah. of this? I'm not sure. I think sometimes you open, <laughs> make something a certain way, and you ask them, "Do you like it?" And they're like, "No, maybe you should add." And you're like, "No, I'm good." This is what we're asking. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was just, I was just, I was just, I was just being nice. I wasn't really asking for advice. You know? <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> I didn't actually want feedback. <laughs> Listen, Rasan, I think, and Ariel and Ned, you guys, and all of you, I think you all might agree here. Uh, I think do something you have a high success rate of being successful yeah. with. That's why I stick with that roast chicken. Stay with something that you know that, uh, you know, it, it's pretty hard to mess it up. I mean, Ned, Ariel, how do you feel about that? Oh, absolutely. And roasts are great because it's going to be in there for a while and you can do other stuff. I mean, the, the worst is when you're kind of like, 
rushing you're around. You're rushing yeah. to mm-hmm. have it done by a certain time and you're just making more and more dirty dishes and kind of like a tornado in the kitchen. Yeah, if it's a set, set it and forget it meal, those are the right. best ones. Mm-hmm. And if you can get through an entire bottle of wine before dinner is even on the then, table, you probably don't care anyway. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, those are the best meals. Hey, best luck, Rasan. We can't wait to hear. We'll have to check back in with you. I want to see how things went. Right. Appreciate yes. it, guys. Good luck, buddy. Hey, listen. Give us a call here. 203-776-9677. We want to hear about your date night meals, your go-to restaurants you go to on a date. Uh, we asked on social media. Uh, if you could recommend some of your favorite restaurants uh, out there, some of your picks from Twitter at VegB23. Uh, that was my band in high school. Great. Loves Good News Cafe in Waterbury. Fantastic spot. That wasn't really my band. I was kidding. But uh, <laughs> Good News Cafe in Waterbury is a fantastic spot as well. And on Facebook, Brendan Bell recommends uh, Grana uh, Arso Restaurant in Chester. Yes. Sounds like a winner to me. And Lisa Lombolt Beck likes Olea in New Haven. Um, let me ask, uh, Ned, Ariel, let me ask you guys this. Do you prefer to go out? Do you pr- pr- prefer to stay home? And if you do go out, do you try to stay away from the food you make at home? Or is it kind of like, hey, you know, we like very simple, easy food? It really depends. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think like lately we've been staying in more and trying to cook like meals that are more like comforting and more like reliable classics. And honestly, sometimes when we go out, we then also want to eat that. But I think we're just in a very cozy vibe lately. But then, you know, when we're traveling, like then we really oh like to gosh. just try all sorts of. Oh, Ned sure. is one things. of those. Ned is one of those travelers where if we are going someplace we've never been before, he wants to go to a restaurant. Like he wants to have two dinners every night because mm-hmm. he wants to go to all the different restaurants that he's heard about. I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame him. <laughs> And with that, we're going to take a very short break. But don't worry, there's still time to call and share your pick for the state's most romantic restaurant or to encourage the single folks out there with a story of how you met your love. And perhaps it was while you were reaching for the same watermelon at the bodega. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, is there a story there? You're listening to Seasoned, not me. Call us, 203-776-9677. You're listening to Seasoned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Seasoned. Marisol Castro here. And I'm Chef Plum. We're live this week with content creators Ned and Ariel Fulmer. They are the fantastic couple behind the Date Night Cookbook. And of course, we're live, so we're taking your calls. And we want to know what's the ultimate date night at home. Kind of shift gears a little bit. What do you cook when you want to make your partner feel special? If you've got a question or comment, give us a call, 203-776-9677. Or if you like the letters, it's 203-776-WNPR. Talk with Ned and Ariel, and we'd also love to hear your story about love involving food. Yes, or if there's a romantical restaurant. Romantical. That you absolutely love. For me, it's Millwright's in Simsbury. Great spot. Tyler Anderson. Not only is the food super sexy and delicious, the ambiance. There's a waterfall there. He has these igloos out there now. Yeah. It's just fantastic. And he's a sweetie. He's such a love. Yeah. I love him. For me, it's got to be good old days pizza, Newtown. That's I'll a tell good you one. What, one of my favorite places in the world yeah. to go. I think pizza makes a great date night, in my opinion. Ned, Ariel, how do you guys feel about that? We talked about your pizza oven, but going out for pizza? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. That when I was thinking of the cozy meals you make at home and also eat when you're going out, I was thinking of pizza. We do love pizza. One of our go-to's is like 
the pizza place around the corner from us. Was there a pizza place in New Haven that you used to go to? Oh, uh, oh yes. this hold so, on. So, so many. There are only <laughs> there are three that, you know, we talk about frequently mm-hmm. on this on this program. Well, that basically made oh, yeah. pizza as yeah. we know it. So today I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna cause conflict here, but I like uh, bar pizza. Oh it's like you know, it's a great pizza. It's it a great is. pizza, but it's not Sally's, Pappy's, or modern. Or modern, but it's fine. Yeah. We can still mm. continue this conversation. That was okay. Like, I'm not fine. mad about that. It's totally fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Ned, Ariel, we talked about, about well. we talked about date night. Your Wednesday date nights, mm-hmm. and you mentioned about having the kids in the kitchen. But what do you do on those date nights when you don't want to have the kids in the kitchen? How do you make those date nights fun and special without having to worry about you know making dinosaur nuggets for? A lot of times it's really just about the ambiance and and your attitude <laughs> towards it, you know? Just, yeah. just kind of knowing that this is date night and and even though even if the kids are there, it's kind of like, no, we're we're having our, our connecting time right now and mm-hmm. um, you know, we're just sort of enjoying each other's company rather than thinking about uh homework and school mm-hmm. stuff and you know, just all sorts of things. Yeah. But physically, where are the children? What do we do with them? What I mean, we can't just tie them with They use butcher's twine. You know, I, if they're old enough that they can enjoy screen time, that might be yeah. part of what they're doing. Uh, you know, or it's like having a having a really awesome activity outside that can can occupy their attention. I think unless you are having a you know a babysitter a babysitter yeah, over yeah. at the same time, you are having one eye open to see are the kids okay but you know i think it's more about like maybe we can have a have a glass of wine just us and they're relatively occupied we yeah. have a kind of an open concept type of kitchen where you we can be cooking and definitely keep an eye on the backyard the tv area and the playroom like kind yeah. of all at the same time and the right? boys have have like learning stools that they can you know climb up and kind of be involved as well which it. is actually really nice. And, yeah. and you know, and they go to bed early, of course. So well, you can't forget that. That's part. always Fantastic. an option as well. But I also think <laughs> that it's I, I also have two boys and for me it's important that our children, our offspring, see their parents doing things that are yeah. lovely because yeah, we're mod you know, we're modeling for them. Yeah. So even Thank though you. I may yeah. want my children to get the heck out of my hair, I want them to see, oh, for you know, sure. mommy and Josh love each other and they're cooking and she may have a meat cleaver in her hands and it's at his jugular, <laughs> but she really does love him. No, okay. Okay. But, but she smacked <laughs> it sideways with it. It wasn't with the blade. It was nice. No, but I, I think, yeah. you know, there it's, you know, when it's, this is a modern American family. I do want to, I want to pivot though to your Netflix and chili recipe because we have that oh. on our website and it sounds so fantastic. What is happening there? It's in your commitment chapter. Yeah. Well, we love a good soup. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just I mean, something where you can like set it into a, like a Dutch oven or something and just really let it go. Um, but our chili is it's made with chicken instead of the usual like ground beef or something like that. Um, and so it's it's much lighter than, uh, say, a typical chili that you would get. Yeah, we just love having soup around. And it makes leftovers for days. Mm-hmm. What made you? And we just couldn't resist the name. What made you guys decide to use chicken? I mean, that's that's a a switch for sure. You know, it it really comes down to um, dietary like restrictions in our family. Ariel doesn't eat beef or ground pork, so we we've tried some versions with ground turkey, and that's fine too. 
Um, but the chicken really takes it in a different direction and mm -hmm. uh, it's less traditional, but yeah, it's a little, a little bit lighter and works really well with all of the fresh bell peppers mm. and yummy veggies. That's fantastic. And then you wash that down with a chocolate souffle. Tell us about that. Mm, yes. Chocolate souffle. That was one of our first uh, like big, uh, yeah. like challenges. We're going to challenge we ourselves. On. Yeah. got to be on top of your game. <laughs> then I were, we're in the kitchen one day and we were like, let's, let's try something new. Let's try something fun, mm -hmm. you know? And we made a souffle and it turned out remarkably well okay. for being our first time. Mm -hmm. Um, and we've just perfected it since, you mm -hmm. know, you just, you, you really gotta, gotta butter those dishes and whip the egg whites. And then, I, I mean, my number one tip for souffle is serve immediately because mm -hmm. they will fall. Yeah, absolutely. Another trick with souffles, too, I used to do, uh, I would always heat the souffle dishes up just a touch in the oven before I pour stuff in there. Mm -hmm. It makes the butter uh, easily to spread around inside the dish. And that chili recipe, you guys, is on our website, ctpublic.org slash recipes. And, uh, of course, if you want the chocolate souffle, check out the book. Uh, it's on page 186. Uh, I, I love souffles. I think they're really delicious, and they can be very, very sexy if you make them the right way. Yes, and I and oh, speaking yeah. of sexy, mm. look at their picture. Let me see I'm this. on page 186, mm -hmm. 187, <laughs> and you guys are in your fine, you're in your Sunday finest. They're, in a, they're in a whole black and white hot. situation. Wow. Wow. I yeah, love that, this. That's one to... to, to Start after the kids go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. For sure. Well, listen, as a married couple, Ned and Ariel avoid relationship ruts by making sure they don't get into food ruts. And this is great advice. Uh, can you guys talk about how you've changed up some of the date nights by exploring cuisines you're not so familiar with the foods that you might have grew up eating? Absolutely. You know, um, like I said, we love uh, experimenting with different flavors and trying out new things. I think we went through a, a, a Thai cooking phase where we went to the yeah. Thai market and you know, like bought an entire shelf worth of things. The, the rice noodles and pad Thai, pad CU type of dishes take a fair amount of time to perfect. That first try did not go so well. The curries are very easy to, to get on board with and use some curry paste. Mm. Um, one of the most recent things we discovered uh, was uh, using different types of protein. So, um, we have a recipe in the book for halloumi fajitas, mm. which you might typically have chicken or beef, but halloumi is a harder cheese that has kind of a bite to it and it adds a little salty flavor and it's really good in a fajita dish. Mm -hmm. Or cauliflower steaks. We were looking for something to put on the grill that, you know, maybe some of our vegetarian friends could eat or something like that. And if you just chop a cauliflower and, you know, you don't really worry about the like the little trees, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, you just cut the thing down the middle. You get these nice slices that you can then put on the grill and it makes the you know, the nice char marks and a really beautiful dish. I love it. Uh, let me ask you guys something. This is just uh, listen to you talk about this food. It just it just got my brain turning the hamster wheel spinning. Marcel. Mm -hmm. Can you see it? I see it. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Does anybody ever say, hey, Ned and Ariel, you guys are so great at date night. I want to have a date night at your house. So <laughs> can I bring my wife over and you guys can kind of just talk us through this? I think they call that a dinner party. Oh, you mean for for Ned and Ariel to teach them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, I work, like this concept. They work with them kind of like, I like this you know, idea. Okay, go. Like our friend Rasan who called and needed help. We could have him come to their house. This is what I'm talking about. Right, and he could learn something and they yeah. could, you know, show a couple of things. Yeah. Not bad. Have right? Rasan over for a double date? Yeah, I love double this. date night. That could be awesome. Now, also, there's some dishes in the book about meeting parents and first holidays together. Can we talk about some of those? And what was the first dish that you guys did when you were oh, meeting yeah. each other's parents? Oh, well, Ned was talking about the uh, 
the pecan stuff pork loin. Yeah, that was a dish that he made for my dad. Yeah, because I, I told him sort of uh, offhand, I was like, "Well, my dad really likes. Uh, I mean, he likes pork loin. You know, he and likes I this, never like made it before. I had hardly ever even had it. I may have had it at a restaurant, but it wasn't really something that we had." To, to eat growing up so i all of a sudden i'm like so nervous i'm gonna meet her dad for the first time i like do all this research <laughs> and try and like figure out how to make pork loin i think i made like a bacon wrapped one which was even more let's oh, go just super decadent let's go um but to, when i um when i picked her dad up i had just had a job interview oh. so i i was like I was very like, I was wearing a suit. I was like looking very good. And I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to be dressed to impress. And he makes like a joke that I'm a chauffeur. Yeah. And I was like, no. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I did sort of look like a chauffeur. No. <laughs> but we had a, a good time, you know, about an hour long drive from the airport. You definitely can get to know each other pretty oh. quickly. Oh my goodness. In a car for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you must have done something right because here you are, right? Ten Still years here. later, That's right. right? When That's you think right. back at making this cookbook and all the stuff that you've created together, uh, is there one recipe or one dish that really resonates and says, you know what, this dish really symbolizes Ned and Ariel? And if so, what it's is it? Got to be pasta. Mm. It's got to be pasta. Pasta. It is such a huge part of our diet i mean we we have we have a toddler of course so you know it's it's pasta all the time but i feel like you know spaghetti and meatballs is a really you know that's one of our our comfort foods it's also one of those foods that we we switch up all the time we make you know vegetarian meatballs we make you know turkey meatballs Recently, we have been making different sauces to go on pasta. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about one right now. Ned's looking at me like, I've got one. Yeah. Which I one? mean, the very last recipe in our book is uh, the spaghetti with creamy poblano. It's a little bit spicy, but it's also really creamy uh, and just very decadent, delicious. And it's kind of like, I feel like it's full circle from our very first uh, meal that we shared together, which is when I tried to make uh, just chicken corn salsa (laughs) (laughs) on a cold tortilla for Ariel, um, which was not a very good dish. I didn't know how to cook at all, but it was romantic because it was, we were doing it for each other. Well, I want to get a couple of those last shout outs before we end the show today. We've got, uh, we asked uh, on social media for you to recommend some of your favorite romantic restaurants and some of our picks were from our own Dr. Kalia Brown-Dean. She says Union League Cafe, I'm sorry, Union League in New Haven is spectacular. And, uh, of course, uh, Olia in New Haven from, on Facebook from Lisa Lomont-Beck. Yes. Carbones gets a shout-out from Chef Bill Ostrowski. He's the general manager of dining services at the University of Bridgeport. Well, listen, I feel like I've got some tips here that I can have a date night at my house. And hopefully, you know, maybe my wife won't go to bed so early. I mean, we could all wish. <laughs> Ned and Ariel, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Congratulations on everything you've accomplished, including but not limited to this fantastic cookbook, The Date Night Cookbook, Ned and Ariel Fulmer from the Try Guys. Wonderful ta- talking to you. Are we going to get a part two of this book? Oh, that's, that's a really good question. We're uh, thinking about making a family night cookbook that's all uh, recipes for four. Yeah, more. we've been, we've been, uh, we're always writing down recipes. So, uh, you know, by the time that uh, uh, that we have enough for a second cookbook, maybe it'll be time. 
It feels for, it feels right to me. Uh, or maybe a cocktail. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, I like it. Mm. Ned and Ariel Fulmer are content creators on YouTube and host the online cooking show Date Night. They wrote a book together. It's called The Date Night Cookbook. Season is produced by Hopeless Romantics, Robin Doyen-Aiken and Katie Talarski. I'm Chef Plum. And I'm Marisol Castro. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a fantastic week. It's date night time. Thank you.